Hello everyone, welcome to Easy Keeper. I'm your host, Zachary LaDuke. And I'm your host, Jaden Cron, and this week we have watched Max Dugan Returns, the return of Max Dugan. Max Dugan is back. It is not a sequel contrary to the title, but it did come out in 1983. Stars uh, Max Dugan himself. No, uh, stars Jason uh, Roberts, uh, Marsha Mason, Donald Sutherland, and Matthew Broderick. And Kiefer Sutherland is apparently in this. Yeah, he's... I, I saw where he was. We'll get into that. But, you know. So, this movie, it's it's a comedy. It's basically, the base, The premise is uh, Nora McPhee, she's a single mother. She's a teacher in L.A. She has no money. Um, her car gets stolen. She loses all the tests that she just marked. Then she, she start, falls in love with the police officer, or the te- detective who comes to... Uh, to like follow up with her car being stolen um and then her dad shows up her dad who walked out on her when she was nine and he's like i got six months to live i got a lot of money i'm gonna give I it to you and she's like hundred thousand dollars in this briefcase she's like how do you how do you get that money and he's like nah it's fine she's like you're a crook and he's like yeah he's like okay maybe i got it from just stealing stuff from a casino by skimming off the top uh dealing but that's fine because they stole from me he also did like six years in prison hell yeah so he's like i want to i want to spend the last last little bit with my grandson who's matthew broderick uh so they uh, wacky hijinks ensues he, he he buys her a bunch of expensive stuff she's like no 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 we can't keep this yeah that's and most her, of the hijinks. her police boyfriend is like something something's going on here and she's like no nothing's going on and then he finds out the her dad uh goes to brazil and that's that's the movie yeah 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 what do you think of this movie jane uh the first half is pretty good like this movie was overall like entertaining mm-hmm to me, this you know this is a real movie. Uh, one of the things that really sells that is the nice little um, animated intros. Mm, yes, very and, very and, and reminiscent of like uh, like a sixties movie, where a lot of comedies had that kind of yeah uh, this this movie like animated thing. Nineteen eighty three, but it. it doesn't really feel like an iconic what a lot of comedies in the 80s ended up being mm-hmm. um which was kind of unique uh, yeah some of the yeah this but the movie just doesn't really know how to keep the conflict a conflict for a whole mm-hmm. hour and a half and it really struck and when there are things where you could develop this conflict it is reluctant to let there be consequences for anything yes basically Um, basically the problem at the beginning of them not having any money is just magically solved in the first in the first act yeah and then the rest of the movie is just tangential yeah because they're like oh but no don't you get it the conflict is her and her dad are are in a in a weird relationship but like by the yeah by the middle of the movie that doesn't really feel uh like a problem anymore because he just keeps buying her things and she just keeps going uh okay i guess whatever 
I guess I have a dog now. Yeah. I guess my entire house was rebuilt in an afternoon. <laughs> See, that's what that's. I I enjoy this movie. That there's. I mean, it definitely has a lot of lulls in it, a lot of like dips in quality. But like every time they come home, and it's like the first time they have a whole new. It's just filled with new appliances. The second time, like it's you know, there's a dog. The third time, it's literally a different house. Yeah, there's a car. Like it's every every time, it's just like more and more ridiculous. Yeah, I was more into like the uh, the guy who plays Max Dugan, mm. uh, Jason Roberts, is wonderful. He is excellent. The like, especially in 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 that first act, a lot of the the pacing on the dialogue, um, is just nice. Everybody's witty. Everybody's quick. Mm-hmm. They're all saying these things, and he's got his little wry old man smile on his face, like her. <laughs> And you're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's some of the conversations just have, uh, again, I only really noticed this in the first act, but there's like parts where people just start interrupting each other or will start saying something and then they'll quit talking. Like it, <laughs> it was kind of kind of cool to, to watch a movie that, that felt like it had more of an approximation of what an actual conversation is like. Yeah. Like the, all, all the, all the main cast is really good. The, Jason Roberts, who plays Max Dugan, coming back to like what we were saying about this feeling like a 60s movie, he really embodies kind of that like 60s yeah. kind of just, I don't know, he just feels very much of that era, which works because, you know, he's this old man who's yeah. lived his life and he's got six months left. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he was really good in this. Matthew Broderick also. <laughs> I mean, he's Matthew Broderick, but like, yeah. Fantastic. This is like, this is like uh, like war games, you know. I don't know. I I this is that's the performance I think of most comparing this. Have you ever seen war games? No. Go. I mean, it's basically this, but except Matthew Broderick's. Ju- he's like, oh, I'm a nerd now. I'm hacking into the school, <laughs> and then he like whacks on his big old computer in his room. Oh, yeah. It's really good, but you Probably know, he's got still that got that. Again. He's not like. Um, it's not like Ferris Bueller where he's like, I'm a god. How can you kill a god? What a grand and intoxicating innocence in Cameron's like. All right, it's he's still kind of here where he's he feels like just an average teen. Um, yeah, he was like twenty when this was made or something. Yeah, I mean he had that whole genre on lock. Yeah, for like a good part of the eighties, and oh, he had, he he knocks it out of the park to uh you know. Uh, put it in terms of this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's movies yeah, just... about baseball as well, even like, because Matthew Broderick's whole plot is, oh, I'm not very good at baseball. Oh, well, my grandpa bought me a baseball coach, so now I'm baseball man. <laughs> yeah, he like literally, I, I feel like it's, I don't, I feel like it's actually is the that guy is, from the, okay, the yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just like the coach for the, the White Sox. And he just shows up. He's like, I'm going to teach you a thing or two about baseball, kid. And Matthew Broderick's like, okay. And then he, then the like the climax of the film uh, comes down to a uh, bet that uh, Donald Sutherland, who's the detective that Nora dates, um, they make. So if Matthew Broderick hits, hits a home run mm-hmm. while well, Donald Sutherland's son, not Kiefer Sutherland, because he doesn't play his son, but while yeah. that, that kid... It's pitching. Uh, Nora doesn't have to tell Donald Sutherland where Max Dugan went. 
Mm. It's a very weird climax. But then she ends up telling him anyways because they're in love or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was I would uh, the relationship between her and Donald Sutherland was probably the weakest part of this movie. Like when it started, and now it seemed to be the focus of the movie. I'm like, oh god, oh god. I was okay. I was okay with that because it was it was like the start of something. It's like okay, maybe they'll develop this. Maybe this will be better. I mean, I think Donald Sutherland still did pretty good. He's got like, yeah, he's, weird he's good in the movie. On his voice. Yeah. <laughs> but. uh yeah, he they, the script just does not know what to do with him. They're like, ah, you see, he's a detective, so he's going to be looking around, and that's he's just like, I have to enforce the law, but also I love you, but I also don't really care. Uh, so there's also that part where like he's where he he's giving, so he gives Nora a motorbike. Yes, just gives it to her, and then he's teaching her how to ride. And then they just stop a burglary. Yeah. And he just goes full on like cop mode. And that was just it was weird. I don't know. I don't I, know where I'm going with this. No, I agree with you. It was it was weird. Um It was the eighth. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think they could have also can we talk about uh that little room where Max Dugan stays and how there's yes. just a portrait of Karl Marx on the hall <laughs> there. <Was> there? What? <laughs> yeah, it's in several oh. scenes and I just like Hold look on. at it and I like salute and I'm like, comrade. Mm, okay, I'm pulling yeah. it back up. Yeah. Let's see. It's good, like, it's definitely him. Okay, I'm just going to have to take your word for it because I'm not going to. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's incredible. That's fair, yeah. I mean, she's a, she's a single mother. Uh, it's a teacher who gets paid nothing like that makes sense yeah <sighs> yeah i have in my notes boomy bonanzo and mario bananas and i know those were names i can't remember the context oh i remember hearing those names too but i can't remember the context either um yeah i gotta say the the whole baseball coach thing wasn't my no. my favorite subplot it's just like oh i guess he's I guess he's doing doing baseball stuff now with this famous guy who's supposed to be somebody. Um, like it was, it was a fun. It was like it was a fun thing, but like it just went on way too long, and it was just like way too much of the movie. Yeah, yeah, and even that. I think for me, my personal taste with the film, I would have preferred for it to be a bit more grounded mm-hmm. than it was. I don't know, but. Yeah. Let's talk about Kiefer. So Kiefer, you you didn't even notice Kiefer. I find that interesting. I, I I actually I went back and I saw him like as okay. we started. I because I found the scene that he's in at the start. Yeah. Right? He's just standing around as one of the one of the goons at the gate, right? Yeah, he's one of like one of the kids hanging yeah. out, and that's literally it. First yeah. role, though. First first ever role. First credited role, because he is in yeah. the credits. He is. He um, is in the credits. But yeah. It's like, it's... <laughs> I thought if he was going to get, I don't know, credited as a named character, that he would get more of a, more of, <laughs> he would, he would maybe a say, line, say a line that was audible. Yeah, because I mean, you don't get a credit if you don't say anything. Yeah, That's, I mean, you can kind of So the hear... only re- reason he got a credit was because Donald. Yeah, pretty much. 
Good stuff. Uh, I do like the the running joke at least for a bit when um, uh, they keep berating the mom about not locking up oh, yeah. the motorbike because because the, there's a running gag where all of her vehicles keep getting stolen, and so one of the Matthew Broderick's like, "Wait, the bike got stolen?" and she's like, "Yeah," and he's like. You didn't have the chain on? She's like, I had the chain on, but I didn't want to put the lock on the chain. And he's like, why didn't you want to put the lock on the chain? She's like, it was going to be fine. I just tied the chain in a knot. And he's like, you tied the chain in a knot? There's oh. also the running bit where Max, Max Dugan keeps coming up with fake names. Cause first that was he's, good, too. He's, he's, he's Mr. Mr. Parker. Parker. Then he's Mr. Then he, Wittgenstein. Yeah. And, and then so... Cause, because uh, Matthew Roderick's the only one who doesn't know for most of this film that uh, that Max Dugan is his grandfather. Uh-huh. So there's like a lot of scenes where him and his mom are talking and they just keep switching names and none of them know what's going on. It's very funny. Yeah. Oh, some good energy. Glad to watch. Good to watch a movie that was made in this style, you know? Yeah. And like oh. not one, not like one that everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Two, yeah, absolutely. Like I would have never watched this movie. I went into this movie very low expectations. I thought it was gonna be some like made-for-TV garbage. That's fair, yeah. Uh, but I was yeah. pleasantly surprised. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, is it a key for though? Ooh, that hard. is the question. Um, I'm. I'm gonna say, uh, oh no, I'm saying uh, no because Kiefer Sutherland doesn't even get a, a line that I can hear. That's, That's what true. It is. That's, That's all it is. True. Like under any other circumstances, if even if he he showed up and he's like, ah oh, hey, you know I don't know like something or yeah you know, uh, anything you, in this movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. With, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna agree. Not a kefir, but still, I would recommend watching it if you want to. I don't know. I'm not. I'm yeah, not dang, Ferent. Yeah, if you're uh, really into Max Dugan. If you want, I mean, if you want to see a Matthew Roger comedy from the '80s that you know isn't Ferris Bueller or all the ones that you've seen, yeah, see this one. This is a pretty good one. Okay, do we want to move on to our new segment? Yeah, you can move on to your new segment. <laughs> So, trivia is stupid, and I hate trivia, and we're not doing trivia anymore, because instead we're doing taglines, until I get bored of that. Yeah. Taglines are great. So, there's two taglines for this movie. This comes from INDB. Uh The first one, prices are double, your life's in trouble, the car won't start, your boss has no heart, the door squeaks, the roof leaks, your stereo just went mono, all you need is a little Max Dugan. Oh, (laughs) yeah. That would be good if it was if it was like he he's not even related to him he's just this like traveling guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he like, just like hey. show, shows up. You need money. I got money. I mean, there's a point where he's like, "How do you know I'm Max Dugan?" He might not have been Max Dugan. Yeah, but it is time to feel good again. That's the second tagline. Yeah. So that is tagline. I like that. I love that line. Your stereo just went mono. That's fun. That was a pretty good one, yeah. That's fun. That's honestly why 
we're switching to this but now we're switching i also like that poster that has the like the the one that like on imdb Mm -hmm. you know it's got like the guy with his like briefcase oh once again this very Mm -hmm. very good um okay next up amazon reviews first off we have a review from amazon (laughs) customer it is a good wholesome comedy my husband remembered from years ago dot 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 five stars it is just a good wholesome comedy my husband remembered it from years ago so bought it for him for his birthday wow good good one person found that helpful yeah that's the top review from canada that's Um, the only review from canada Okay, we got this one comes to us from Submariner. Five stars. Don't faint when you see the price. Reviewed in the United States in 2019. You never see this on TV. So if you want to share this with the little ones, grandpa and grandma, (laughs) you got to make an investment in Max Dugan. (laughs) For context, currently uh, you can buy the DVD new. For one hundred and seventy-one dollars and fifty-three cents Canadian, yeah. you can also buy it for twelve ninety. But that's you know, yeah. Uh, you, know you got uh, AZ Lady, very good condition, five stars. Remembered this is an entertaining movie. It is. Bought it used and is in very good condition. I just like the like how we've seen two reviews where somebody's just like, I remembered this movie. This was pretty good. Remember, remember Max Dugan? I wonder I, if he returned. I wonder. I am not gonna like going into this. Like when I first heard about it, I was like, because uh, I thought it was, I thought it was good, like a sequel. You're gonna put returns yeah. in the title, like, like it sounds like, like a series from like a bygone era that like they rebooted in the '80s. Yeah, Max Dugan sounds like a, I don't know, like a, a serial. Yeah kind of a both, thing or both like the food and the format yeah like a pulp story kind of a deal <laughs> or like, like a pulp. pi pulp juice. yeah pulp juice this one comes to us from matthew michaud uh one star have to return it not happy with the purchase i have to return it because i didn't know it was only in spanish <laughs> kind of felt misled yeah this one comes from Wendem D. Palmer. Five stars. The title is simply three question marks. Wow. <laughs> An old favorite. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. This one comes to us from James Cornwell. Two stars. As a gift. <laughs> Despite the title, there was no movie called Max Dugan. Good thing, too, because this movie was not that impressive. My gramps likes it, so I bought it for him my, myself. I wasn't impressed. Oh, pardon me. So I bought it for him. Myself? I wasn't impressed. This movie has a place on everyone's movie shelf, even if only to prop up a shelf on one side so that it is even with the other. All movies are worth watching once. This one's one rate slightly better than that, but more than a handful in your li- entire lifetime may be too many. I don't really know. More than a handful of views of this movie? It can be very dangerous, Jaden. Oh my goodness. This guy has like... This guy has pretty low standards to just be like... Yeah, this movie that I gave two stars 
I, you, know, you could watch it a handful of times. You could watch it four or five times. Like, I don't know. Anyway. He, I mean, it, for the price you pay, you kind of get your money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. Also, can we talk about this poster on on the Amazon? The I was going to say, it's, it's funny. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's, it's bad. It's, it, this is See, this is what I had seen before. I think this is on the Google oh, Play. That would make so, sense. So like yeah, it looks it looks bad, but the one on IMDb is good. That's yeah. the kind of hard hitting content from us. You got our hot takes, our schmutch makes. Our hot takes, uh, cold eats, cold treats. Gotta get our. You gotta get our grill and our chill. <laughs> Happy tastes good. Okay, uh, this one comes to us from Atticus Finch, comma Brooklyn. <laughs> Where are you finding these? Oh, five stars. Glad it's finally returned. Reviewed in the United States on December 31st, 2005. Delightful. Quick-paced and marvelously acted Neil Simon effort. Marsha Mason is at the top of her form, carrying the film with her brilliant portrayal of a woman whose irresponsible father, Jason Roberts, excellent, returns to give his remaining family what he has embezzled after spending six years in prison. The film has several comedic climaxes, all due to Mason's responses to Robert's, uh, shall we call it, generosity? Please don't miss it now that it has, quote, returned, end quote, on a DVD where you're able to see it like it was meant to be viewed when it was initially released. I saw it when released and cannot believe how much time has passed since then. I can barely view my tape anymore. It is so worn out. Wow. What a Thank contrast. Mr... Thank you, Mr. Atticus Finch, <laughs> from that book, <laughs> from *To Kill a Mockingbird*. Yeah. What a what a contrast to the other version. Is like you cannot watch this more than once. It will kill you. <laughs> Only a handful of times, but even then, be careful. <laughs> Ugh, I think that's I think that's reviews. I think that's reviews. Now, this would. Oh wait, no. I was, I'm getting ahead of myself. It's news time. Um, so we got a weird one. Yeah, I didn't look at this one because it looks weird, friend. <laughs> so this is from the inquiry, inquiry.net. Um, cabinet member pushed out as pushed as successor. So this is from Philippines. And then, okay? yeah, from from Manila. So apparently, uh, Fil- Filipino President uh, Duterte, who, from what I hear, scumbag, not good, not good, scumbag, bit of a scumbag. Uh, apparently, he has uh, he has stage one esophagus cancer. So, huh? Oh my god! According to this article, oh in a measure god, inspired by this. Netflix series designated survivor starring actor Kiefer Sutherland, he's appointing one of his cabinet members as his successor. Folks, listen. I, I'm not. I'm not exactly plugged in. To the inner workings of this administration. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the idea of an ailing, an age, of like a dying head of state appointing a successor wasn't, didn't come from a, (laughs) from an ABC (laughs) show, guys. I don't mean to, I don't mean to pick on the inquirer.net. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm sorry. I know. I it, I would believe it, you know, if it said that 
if they got us like a quote from somebody within the administration being like saying like oh yeah so and so says that the measure was inspired by it be like okay but yeah there's like, no had, source we've had articles before like this like back when um uh, boris johnson uh mm. got covid we had the, one of these articles but they actually at least called them the designated survivor and to be fair they are so in this context i they are this person is now it's going to be put like put into safe into a safe location because there's you know a bunch of bunch there's unrest because as we mentioned before awful dude so that is kind of like designate but it's not even so like just shut up yeah but also this is the only key for news only like <laughs> interesting key for news everything else is just more oh yeah. designated survivor season four is that happening it's not I wanna I wanna give a shout out to all the people who write these, the the art you know the person who put that uh, designated survivor reference in there because uh, you give us something to talk about even even yeah. when it's stupid stuff, even when we make fun of you. Thank you for being a clown. Uh, I mean honestly for being the entire damn circus. Be a be a, a fun a tough tough gig so. Hold on, there's another one. There's another one. Palace oh. recognizes we may actually have a source from this. Oh. Palace recognizes wisdom in having a designated survivor. Presidential <laughs> spokesman Harry Rogue made a statement. Blah blah blah. The idea of having Okay, folks. Time to issue a retraction. In an interview with CNN Philippines, Rogue said the idea of having a designated survivor probably came from the American series Designated Survivor. So who's Man. the clown now? Us. <laughs> Weird. Now I'm the whole damn circus. But to be fair, this article from the Manila Bulletin actually puts the quote in there, and the other one yeah. might have. I just didn't fully read it because I am the whole damn circus. Yeah, that's okay. But uh, nope, they didn't sort cite that at all. So Inquirer.net, you're still on blast, and Manila Bulletin, you can hang with us. <laughs> you're cool. <laughs> to our knowledge, we don't know much about media coming this from one article has our seal of approval yeah and only the f- the few sentences that i read I'm, I'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna endorse or unendorse anything else good so now would be the part of the show where we decide what's happening next week but yeah. technically uh-huh. even the, the dates I've, uh, for some reason the dates don't line up but Next, as of next week, we'll we will have done this podcast for fifty two weeks because we skipped two weeks, and it'll be our. This is our forty ninth episode. Yeah. So. So. I believe a celebration uh-huh. is in order. Ooh. Next ce- week. Celebration, my boy. <laughs> next week, and this has nothing to do with me being busy and not wanting to have to watch a movie next week. Uh-huh. Next week, we come back and we rank the movies that we've seen. Okay. We and we defend it. Because we've we've you know we've skirted around the issue. We've talked about like oh this is no no yeah no. that's true. We're gonna have to crown a year one kefir like and there's even if there's um like dissent, we will have to name one together. Yes, we're gonna go through. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll go back and I'll I'll uh, put together which which have what we call what we declared each thing. We'll we'll get it. Yeah. We'll go through. We'll, def- we'll see if we agree with that or not. Mm-hmm. We'll put it all to rest. Wow. 
So come back next week. Exciting. exciting. I, I didn't even realize that. I was just like ready and I was like, haha, I have two movies for Zach to pick from. I hope he picks one of them. The only time one of us has come prepared. Yeah. Well, I hey, I've been prepared before. Oh, that's probably true. You might have been. Sorry, I'm killing a beetle on my floor. It's probably Ringo. No. Where are we going to get our MS Paint art from? Where am I going to get my MS Paint art? Ringo. Ringo. That's a joke that... That's a specific... I mean, it's a Ringo impression, but I mean, people who know, they know. You're not one of them. Yeah. Uh, but you know who is cool and one of them? Not one of them who knows, but, you know, this is a dumb segue. Anyways, thanks to Kaya. You know who's not a dead beetle on my floor? <laughs> Kaya. Kaya, but she is the artist who created our fantastic podcast art. Yeah. You can check out links to her other fantastic work in the description of this podcast. Where you can also find links mm. to Kevin McLeod, who created the, the, the song. He created the music. God, I'm really good at this today. Created the song sax rock and roll uh which is our theme music as i probably said um you can follow us on twitter at hk pod and instagram at hk podcast uh you can leave us a review on itunes send us a message on anchor hey all our new listeners we've been we've been getting getting some new listeners recently thank you hey how's it going hope you hope you stick around yeah um yeah, but I've been your host, Sacrilegy. I've been your host, the other one, Jaden Cronch, and this That's has him. been He's the Keeper. keeper. Crusader Kings is like, bah, 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 bah. I killed my brother, so I got all his land. I hope the Pope doesn't hate me. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> You know?